Evan Shlema, and we are in Perik Vav, Simon Zion, the last Simon, the last paragraph of the sixth Perik of Evan Shlema, the Perik that he's been discussing, Chenuch. And as we've seen, the last few simonim over here have been on the topic of Teichacha, giving rebuke, giving Musr. And more properly, as we explained yesterday, we've explained already in the past, clarification, clarity. And we saw yesterday that clarification in terms of Teichacha doesn't just mean clarity, also means assistance, trying to help out another Yid. Help somebody out. And we saw the guy said such um, profound words and ideas. He, he shared with us essentially the two different ways of giving Teichacha, two different ways of giving rebuke, are two different really... Um, Excuse me. Thank you so much. Uh, two different, two different directions. There's two different directions going on. The person who is giving teichacha incorrectly, inappropriately, and shouldn't be giving teichacha is the one who is blasting outwards from the inside out. He's just projecting himself, projecting himself. That's what his teichacha really is. It's his issues, his his um, umbrages and grievances that he hasn't made peace with, the bitterness, that, that's the wrong way of giving teichach. It's basically just a release of everything that I have inside. The correct way of giving teichach is mamish the other direction, where I am bringing you somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with you and not imposing myself on you, but I'm bringing you to somewhere greater, bringing you to somewhere higher, bringing you to somewhere to an elevated place. And I'm using myself as that senior. I'm using myself as that conduit to do so. So I'm bringing you somewhere else. That's the correct way of giving Teichacha. And um, <clears throat> armed with that, we can now today do the wrap-up over here and the roundup and the wrap-up and see the remaining half of, uh, of Zion. Not see, explain and explore what we still have left to explore. We read the whole thing yesterday, but there were a number of, of uh, points that we didn't yet return to. A number of points that we needed to return to over here. <clears throat> Excuse me. We saw that the the um, two different people that give taichacha is a uh, person again who's just venting, getting rid of his anger, getting out his anger and his, 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 his bitterness. That's the wrong way of giving taichacha versus the chacham. The chacham is the way that we refer to as a person who knows how to give taichacha, gives it properly and appropriately and correctly. We explained yesterday the chacham is a chacham because he's he believes in wisdom. He loves wisdom. He's a, a champion of wisdom, and he sees that he, he has the ability to bring someone to chachma. I'm bringing you somewhere. That's what my tochach is. I'm I'm a tzino. I'm a conduit to bring you somewhere else. There were other issues that, that we needed to return to. We saw that the chacham, the one who gives most appropriately and properly, the one who's giving with clarification, is also being described as as uh, someone who gives Musr in a very pleasant way, in a very user-friendly way, in a gentle way, but also the guy said, words of comfort, words of comfort and consolation. We asked yesterday, where did that come from? Where did comfort come from? We're talking about Teichach, we're talking about Musr, we're talking about you know, self-improvement. Why, why, why is the guy throwing into the Shalom pot over here this idea of, of comfort and, consola- and consolation? What does that have to do with giving Musr? We also noted that the Gain talks about how the Russia cannot be um, remediated. We're going to try to give most of the Russia. Two components are needed. You know, I have to, I have to uh, be the right person giving the Musr, and the person on the receiving end has to be the right person to receive it, to, to do something constructive with it. 
and he said that the Russia is not really going to be able to do anything with my Musa, with my Teichach, with my clarity, but temporarily he will. So we also wanted to know yesterday, what's this, uh, what's this idea that the Russia um, can be reached, but only temporarily, but can't be reached long-term. Why long-term no and short-term yes? And finally, we saw another big idea over here, that the Chacham, the guy concluded with another line, that the, the Chacham, in knowing how to give Musr appropriately and correctly, really has two tricks up his sleeve. First of all, he gives it in a very gentle, pleasant manner. Second of all, second of all, he's doing it with a mahalach. I'm giving you an approach. I'm giving you guidance how you can improve yourself. I'm not just telling you about all the dumb things that you're doing. I'm not telling you where, where you're, all the mistakes that you make. I'm showing you how you can correct, how you can farechen, you can correct and work out those mistakes. That's what the Chacham is doing. So let's use this idea, the final idea, the guidance. Let's return to the questions we've left hanging. Why is it that the Chacham, the person who is wise, who knows how to give Muslim Teichach, who gives Muslim Teichach properly, why is it that it's given with comfort and consolation? Why does it have to be with Divrei Nichum? And the answer is, it's exactly in line with the ideas that we've seen thus far. Musr, when it's given incorrectly and improperly and inappropriately, is just an exercise in demolishing you, in destroying you. And telling you how bad you are, how dumb you are, how hopeless you are. That's when Musa is being given inappropriately and incorrectly and improperly. And even when I know how to give Musa in a soft and gentle way, people have a tendency to take it that way. We, we take it in an improper, we take it in a way that I feel destroyed. I feel hopeless and I feel despairing. I feel... That there's no, there's no way out. Even if you give me Musr in the most gentle, user-friendly way possible, but we'll have a tendency, because we're weak, we'll have a tendency because of our own self-esteem issues, because of our own self-confidence issues, to feel that we've been destroyed. Because it's hard for us to hear Musr even when it's given in a gentle manner. Certainly, if the Musr is given in a harsh manner, certainly if it's coming from the person who doesn't know how to give Musr, doesn't know how to give it, all the more so, we're going to feel demolished and destroyed. What? Resentment. And resentment, sure, you can throw that one in. And even if it's given in a pleasant and gentle way, we'll have a tendency just to feel destroyed. We'll feel like, gosh, gosh, I guess, I guess there's no hope for me. I guess there's no, there's no, uh, no way out. I guess I'm just a failure. I guess I'm just a loser. I guess I'm just doomed. We have a tendency, again, we're self-esteem, prams, self-confidence issues, to take Musa that way. The Chacham knows this as well, and he anticipates this. He's one step ahead of the game. He knows this, and he knows that if he's going to give Musa properly and effectively, in a way that he really believes in, being that he is the Chacham, being that he is the champion of Chachma, and he's there to bring people to Chachma, as he said, I'm not blasting you with myself, I'm not imposing myself on you, I want to bring you somewhere else. That's what the Chacham wants to do. So he's one step ahead of the game, and he knows that he may be dealing with someone who has self-confidence issues, who has self-esteem issues. So how do I deal with that? How do I defuse that? How do I preemptively neutralize that? I give you words of comfort and consolation, I say, don't worry. 
You're going to be great. You're going to be all right. Don't worry. Everything's going to be great and wonderful. I'm pointing something at that I believe you need to fix, but you will fix it, and you can fix it, and life's going to be great, life's going to be geschmack, life's going to be gewaltic and amazing, because you can fix it. That's the different nichumim that the Chacham throws into his toichacha. The reason he throws that in is so it should be miskabel alayf, so that he doesn't have to worry about this person being destroyed by his musr. If I care, this person will be built up by his musr. That's the different nichumim. Together with me, in a gentle way, and in a pleasant way, pointing out where you have to fix yourself, where you have to improve yourself, I comfort you and I say, so many people have been in the same boat as you. So many people have had to deal with the same issue as you. And they've dealt with it. And they're, and they're only all the, all the greater, all, all, the, all the better for, 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 the, uh, for the battle. They've dealt with it successfully, and you can deal with it successfully too. That's the comfort and the consolation. We are anticipating that 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 um, tendency that the audience has to take it personally, to take it in a way of despair and discouragement, and fakir to build them up, and, and really one of the best ways you can do this, you know, you know how what's the what's the best nechama? Let's digress, not digress really. No, let's let's explore this even even more deeply. What's the best nechama? Empathize. I had this problem. Oh. Excellent. is saying good. The best type of nechama is the one that comes from someone who's been there, done that himself. That's really the best nechama. The best consolation and comfort is for a person from comes from the person who's gone through the same thing that you went through, and they're telling you, "Look, I dealt with the same thing. I struggled with the same thing, and I overcame it. And I'm only the better for 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 uh, all the better for it, and the better as a result of it. And you can do the same thing. It's okay. I, I did it. You can do it too. I dealt with this issue." You can deal with it. I struggle. You can struggle. That's the best nechama. The nechama is letting me feel that I'm not alone. Nechama is letting me feel that there is hope. Nechama is letting me feel that that this is not the end of the world. I'm not a dismal failure. And um, it's like this. Rachman al-Itzlan. Nechama is always like this. Um, There was a certain rav. I heard Rav Matzis Yol Salomon. But... uh, he once, uh, I went to his Vaidim many years ago when I was a younger man in, in Lakewood. I was there, I think, the second year that he was there. He had just come over from um, Britannia. He had just arrived in the shores of the shores of Lakewood. And I think it was the second year that he was there. And he gave Adam, gave Adam for the light. And he was talking about the topic of Nechama. It was in the summertime. Explaining what Nacham is, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, and he was he was much touching on this yisoid, on this concept that um, that uh, the greatest Nachama, the greater Nachama is when, like 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 uh, Pinchas said, is when you empathize, when the person feels a a a um, someone else went through the same exact thing as I did. I'm not alone. And he said, it was Rachman al-Islam in Maisa where there was a certain Rav, it was a Rav, who Rachman al-Islam lost a child. He was saying Shiva for a child. Shaloi Neda, no Yid should ever have to know from such tragedies. But there was a Rav, Chash of a Rav, who was sitting Shiva after the loss of a child, Rachman al-Islam. And this Rav confided, he was, he was a Talmud of Rav Matas, yo. He said, the whole week everyone's coming in and, you know, trying to be Menachemi, doing Nichma Belem, consoling me, comforting me. He said, the, the, the Nechama came all the way to the end of the Shiva. This is fellow said, the real Nechama 
And there was no Nechama. There was no Nechama. You mean Menachem such a person. The Nechama for me came, the last day of the Shiva, someone came and sat down, right? Happens to me, sat there for a few minutes, and said, you know, I want to share with you my own experiences. The same exact thing happened to me a few years ago. I lost a child, Rahman al-Islam. I lost a child. I was thinking for a child. And he shared with him, with his Rav, his experience, what he went through. The Rav said, that, that, that was my Nechama. The Gantz Shiva came down, so that when this, someone came in and told me that he went through the same thing that I did, that was my Nechama. Wow, someone else had to deal with this. Someone else had to struggle with this, and he survived. That's, that's real Nechama. When you relate to the audience, when you are showing the audience that it's not just about you're pointing out, I bring this back to Teichacha, to Musa and rebuke, not just about me, you know, on my pedestal over here, coming from the, the comfort and convenience of my ivory tower, looking down at you and pointing out all the dumb things that you're doing, but telling you that I, I struggle with these things myself, and this is how I worked on it, and this is how I worked with it, and this is how I overcame it, and you can do the same thing. The reason that's thrown into Teichacha again is because there's always a danger when the Chacham, the Amistika Meichich, really wants to give Teichacha, wants to give Amistika Teichacha, there's a danger of destroying your audience. There's a dra- danger of, of, of breaking them, of putting them into despair and, and hopelessness. Yush. So you anticipate that, you bavard that, and you preemptively neutralize that by empathizing. Reverkowitz. Uh, <clears throat> Reverkowitz Shlita. Uh, once related the story of a master mechanic, a cheder rebbe in Yerushalayim, that uh, loved his talmidim and was there to guide them, instruct them, and build them up. And he would do this, this any time he had a, he would hear from the parents, or you see in the classroom, a kid was struggling with something, whatever it was, whatever it was, in the house, out of the house, in the classroom, out of the classroom, in the playground, he would have a talk with the kids and say, I, you know, I had the same exact issue when I was a kid. Cheating on tests, or stealing, Bedwetting. These were the kids, and you know the kids in the cheder, and he would sit down with each kid and and give him say, you know, I'm sharing this with you. I want you to know I dealt with the same thing, and that's how he built up all of his talmidim. And I still remember when Brookwood said this over. He he mentioned that that hopefully like the kids never got together to everyone to share their stories. Like, whoa, what what's with this guy? Look, he had, you know, he had, but he made it up, meaning like he didn't really deal with all these things. But but he did that in order to, to be able to be mechich, to, to, to raise and build up the kids, to emphasize that the kids should feel they have a listening ear, they should they can relate, they have that divrei nichumim. So he, you know, would, would invent, you know, he put his covet aside, he put his pride, uh, you know, on the back burner. And he told the kids, yeah, I, do. I, I, I had this issue, I had this issue, I had this issue, I had this issue. Um, and and uh, <clears throat> the question was, you know, what would happen? Indeed, if all 30 kids in his class got together one day and they were sharing all the problems that they heard that this Rebbe had when he was younger. Um, but it's the same Nakud, it's the same Vort. It's the same Vort. The, the, there is a universe of a difference between me giving Teichacha from a convenient and, and enlightened and elite perspective or me relating to the the noichach, the noichach relating to the noichach and saying I dealt with the same thing um, here's, and, and I, I succeeded, I was matzliach, divrei so that's why the divrei is thrown in over here to make this productive as opposed to the teichacha of the oyev, the guy who's just getting at all of his bitterness, all of his anger, all of his gripes and grievances, 
and you're just uh, you know in the wrong place at the wrong time, he's not trying to take anywhere. He's trying to destroy you. That guy's doing his best to destroy you. He wants to destroy you. So that's the only thing that's going to make him feel good, is when he can destroy other Yidin. I know people like this. It's a scary thing, but there's people that, 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 that need blood. They need blood. They're out for blood. Your blood. Our blood. If we let them, they'll suck us dry because they're, they're upset, angry, and bitter people, and they're just looking to destroy people. The Meichiach is the Chacham. They say, I can bring you somewhere. I can bring you to Chachma. And I do that by empathizing, and I do that by, as the, the guy said in the end, um, giving you a mahalach. I'm giving you a mahalach. This is how I dealt with it. This is how you can deal with it. You can deal with it. There's a mahalach. Look what you can do. I did this. You can do this too. You can do this too. Finally, what's going on with the rush over here? We said the rush is not nichna el You give the rush this clarity. He's temporarily influenced, but but not long term. He sinks back into being a rasha. The, 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 the guy threw in that even the Chacham giving the best Chacham in the world coming from a good place and is being given the right way I'm giving you Mahalach I'm giving you Nechama I'm giving you a real earnest and heartfelt Chacham I really want to bring you somewhere when you give it to the Rasha the Rasha temporarily rises up a bit but slips back into being in his state of incorrigibility what's the Pshat? why is that? how come the Rasha is beyond our reach? How come the Rosh is resistant? And why is it that he temporarily does, does remove himself from the, the Russia rut, but he slips back down again? What, what's the word over here? What's the, what's the lumbus? What's the idea? The idea is like this. It goes together with what we've seen in the past. We saw it in Perikvav also recently. The Russia is the one that has this eternal struggle between his mind and his matter. And it's matter over mind. His goof is in charge, and he's not trying to dislodge the goof, the body, the body from the driver's seat. He's happy with the body in the driver's seat, but his mind still retains clarity. He knows somewhere, he knows somewhere that he's headed to disaster. He knows somewhere that he's Messiah of Alderich Loitoiv, like the Rebbein Yoyna says. He knows that he's, he is in for, in for uh, a, uh, you know, a whale of a time. Um, in the afterlife. Uh, what? Cruising for a bruising. Cruising for a bruising. Yes. Um, he knows that. He knows that good and well. Yet, he is too, too caught up in this lifestyle of letting his goof lead the way. The bodily indulgences and enjoyments, Pleasure Island, he's not interested in, 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 in um, really shaking that up. But on some level, intellectually, he does get this. He does get it, but he's not making efforts to put his mind over matter. Now, when I reach out to the Russia, again, we're talking about a Russia. We're not talking about, you know, a Russia means exactly like just, as we just described it, characterized it, misyatsev al derech loytayf. It's just, he's, he's, his lifestyles are by, by design and by choice that of matter over mind, of enjoyment. I give him Moser, it's coming from the right place, and I give him a Mahalach, I give him Eitzis. I, I actually can, I'm connecting with that part of him that has clarity, because Moser Teichach is clarity, is sharing clarity, to bring clarity, to bring someone back to clarity. So I'm connecting with that part of him that's still lucid. The Russia still has lucidity somewhere. He still has, you know, an understanding of the fact that this is not good for him, and he's going to end up 
not in a good place. Just he's had the control over to his body. That's all. You give it to Yichach, you're temporarily connecting with that, 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 that point of lucidity, that point of clarity and comprehension. And temporarily, it's like, hey, you're right. You're right. You're giving him inspiration. You're giving him inspiration. You're even giving him a halach. Inspiration with the mahalach, something to set into motion, and, and, and he gets it, and he understands it, and he really resonates with it, and he gets a temporary infusion and elevation of, of that area of himself where he is lucid, like, yeah, I really should do something about this, I really should make drastic changes over here. And temporarily, he's inspired. He sinks back down again because that's all it was, was inspiration. He didn't act on the inspiration. And that's why he's still a Russia. The Russia is the one who's really just not interested and therefore determined to make any long-term changes. He doesn't want to make long-term changes. He doesn't want to shake up the boat. The lucid part of him understands the need to, and you can inspire that and shake that up, and that's inspiration. He's temporarily inspired, but that's all it ever was, was inspiration. In terms of action, it was never translated into action. So that's the translation of what the guy is saying, that the Rasha can be engaged, Lafisha, temporarily, but he sings back down again. That Lafisha was inspiration, not action. That's all that you can give the Rasha. You can give the Rasha inspiration. So someone can give us, uh, you know, get a, get a packed crowd, packed house. You have a thousand people in the audience, that, you know, the, 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 the Magad Meisharim, the traveling, the traveling, um, talk of the traveling the traveling inspiring speaker is coming to our city, our town, we'll have a packed house, you could have a thousand people there but as Chazal say it could be a handful of those thousand people are really going to act on that and put it into motion and, and, and 99% of them were, were thoroughly entertained were thoroughly entertained um it's a scary thing. But inspiration, I need to translate inspiration into action. The best Mechiach in the world can only give me inspiration. He can't actually make me translate into action. He can't give me the gift of action. I have to do that. And the Rasha is the one who's not interested in that. Ultimately, he's not interested in that. He has too much inertia built up, too much, he's wallowing too much in his own indulgences and his pleasures. He's too stuck in this rut. He's not interested in getting out of this rut. He's inspired because he is lucid. And he understands it, but but uh, it doesn't translate into action. That's putting um, Zion together that wraps up Sim and Zion and Perikvav, and that really wraps up Perikvav. So Perikvav, we had really two major themes, two major topics over here. We had Chinuch, which we had a lot of very powerful and practical ideas in Chinuch, and then we have Teichacha, very um, poignant and and. Um, pertinent ideas when it comes to giving Moser, how to give Moser, how not to give Moser, what Moser really is, and how to accept Moser, how to receive Moser. And this is where we will make it a wrap, Rabbi Yisai. This wraps up Perik Vav. And we do have as Bleibton's noch a para prakim over here in the, the, the end of the Sefer. From Zion and on, we've done. We did Zion. We did Ches already. We did Tess. We have left was bleibt Ibrd, though, is, uh, I believe, Perik Yud and Perik Yudalf we have not seen yet. These are the spooky, mystical Perik Prakim of mysticism, which going gets into listening to the topic of Perik Yud is, then is Okay, that's not so spooky. The Ganadim Gehenim. The topic of Ganadim Gehenim, Vadim Vashayabru, Al Ha'odim Adboyoy, Lamokam Menuchasoy, the travails and what a prison will encounter and, and all the different, uh, different zones that he has to travel through before he gets to his ultimate, ultimate um, eternity, 
Yes, his ultimate destination. And Perik Yud Aleph is Binyan Erevrav. The Chevle Mashiach, Binyan Gula Hasidah Bimheir Viamedo. All kinds of interesting things in Mashiach Titan. That's Yud and Yud Aleph. We'll probably do them. We'll probably do them. Um, probably. But we're not going to do them tomorrow. We have tomorrow, starting tomorrow, we have exactly a week left till Shavuos. We're going to do some nice Shavuos Torah. From tomorrow through Shavuos. Maybe some Maharals on Shavuos as we did before Pesach. So that'll be starting tomorrow. And everyone should have a wonderful today. Thank you, Rabbi.